Hi everyone and welcome back to Universe. Today I have with me some of my best friends Garv and Arindam. Garv is currently in UBC Okanagan and Arindam is in NMIMS. Hi Arindam, hi Garv. Thank you for coming. I know you're really tired after the meal we've had, but thank you for making it and staying awake. Hi, hi. Uh, <laughs> we're so sleepy right now. I don't know how to begin. So why don't you all begin by just telling everyone what you all are doing at your universities respectively? Garv, go first. Um. So I'm studying economics. Uh, first in the first year I was doing BSc Econ, but now I switched to BA Econ. Yeah. And what about you? Uh. So I'm doing a course in MBA Tech, which is basically masters in MBA along with a B Tech in Computer Science Engineering. Uh, so it's a five-year course where I graduate both with a B Tech and a Masters. That's pretty cool. So I think start off by telling us what how your summer's going. I mean, you've come back for a very long time, and you had a very short summer break. Yeah. But I think it was substantial for someone who's in engineering. I guess it ended up being longer than we usually, you know, engineering universities are used to. I think it ended up being like about what two months long. Which is pretty nice, but it was a very hectic two months. I was constantly doing stuff off, like in the last month, so didn't get to com- totally relax. But now that my college is well underway, kind of miss that. You know, it's very hectic right now. Yeah, it's so hectic that he came to the wrong location and we had to pick him up. <laughs> I ran a kilometer. Okay, just don't don't harp on. Bro, no one asked you to do a regional run. Yeah, like Pink Wasabi was where it was supposed to be, but you ended up at Ville Valley, so okay, I don't know what that is also. And girl, how's your break been? I mean, four months is a long time. It's almost a yeah, quarter of a year plus. First month was pretty nice, doing nothing. Like it was a good break from the whole year. Just you know, having time for yourself and like, like sleeping the entire day and not giving a shit. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but like after that, it's just like this. After like the end of the second one, I was like, what am I doing? Like four months is a long time to not do anything. So I'm working at an NGO right now. So that's been fun, but like, it's not a lot of work. So most of the days I'm still free. Yeah, I I honestly can't wait to go back because like I'll finally have like some structure to my life. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. I feel like here you're so. I don't know. You're so. Like it's nice to come. Volatile in terms of your, uh, timetable and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean it's nice to come back, obviously, but I feel like after a month, month and a half, there's not much to do, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I feel like you're just wasting time. Yeah, we we yeah. live here and we've done everything possible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then it becomes repetitive. Like you're not doing new stuff after a point. But over there, yeah. there's so much you can explore and so much you can do. I just you know, so many things are going on. Like I have like back in uni, I'm studying obviously all the courses, and then I'm playing football as well. I go to the gym once in a while, and I'm planning on working right now. So there's there's a lot so of, lot things, of I'm things that are coming looking up. Forward yeah, to, yeah, that's great. So I think let's start by deciding. Fuck, why deciding? Let's start by talking about how. You all decided on your respective universities. I mean, for you, Garv, it was always Canada, but you did apply to a few other places. And Narendam, you are to a very extreme case of yeah. doing a world tour and ending up back home only. So, Garv, do you want to start off? So yeah, so I applied to 
three different places i applied uh, to unis in canada uk and two universities in india but for india and uk the universities i applied to they were basically backups because i was i thought it was smart to have a backup just in case canada doesn't work out and for me i did apply to a couple of places in canada like mcgill uh, uvc then what else <laughs> i keep forgetting western western yeah simon fraser i don't know why i keep remembering yeah, yeah. and the, and huron yeah huron, but ubc huron. for me was always like my top priority like a because dream school yeah it was like i was like as soon as i get there like i i don't care where else i've applied to i'm going to go there yeah so yeah. in the sense that it's number 2 university in canada it's like one of the best universities yeah, yeah. for research and the fact that unlike you know see like the number one university in canada uft it's very heavy like in general there's a lot of pressure on you in terms but of studies but it gets balanced yeah right? but i feel like ubc like obviously every uni is not going to be right easy right but like it's what's the word yeah less intensive it's they have the their curriculum has more of an holistic approach mm-hmm. like in general even with my admission process like i felt like they gave importance to my grades as well as extra my extra curricular activities right. so i wanted to go to a place which values both of the things instead of just my grades fair so, enough but i mean how do you end up at the okanagan campus because most people would think of you know vancouver as the place where ubc is so how was that for you that application so process and how it worked out i took the help of my counselor <laughs> and she said since i've already done science i did science in grade 11 and 12 i've already done science so you either take bsc economics or ba economics it won't make a difference and she was like might as well go with bsc economics and me being unprepared as usual i didn't do my research well enough and so bsc economics was only available in uvc okanagan so i was like might as well just go there if i like there's no other option right there right. Uh, uvc vancouver only has ba econ so i was like okay i'll just go there and then i realized that i'll have to do physics and chemistry for an econ degree which is like six credits of each like six credits of physics and six credits of chemistry i like forced to like physics i still scraped like in 85 or something which was because of my friends but chemistry I was like very close to failing right so i realized i can't put myself through through this was like those physics and chemistry courses they were like introductory courses and they were already yeah. so tough yeah and i managed i was like i'm going to get like screwed over if i try to do the second year courses hmm. right. so i switched to ba econ but yeah going to okanagan was kind of like a default yeah like a fluke like i could have if i would have done my research well i could have ended up in vancouver and ended up in vancouver but yeah i've come to terms with it and feel like it's it's a different experience man like with vancouver it's like a huge city so like being born and brought up in mumbai it's just with that you know it's like i'm already used to the city life so right. in that kind of sense like Uh, UBC Okanagan is a good change because it's a slow city. Like it's in Kelowna, right? It's a slow city, and like the campus is one of the main reasons that city actually works. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a good change from what I you used to, and it's fun. I'm enjoying my life there. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I went on a big ass tangent, by the way. Why? I don't know. No, I mean you spoke about 
So as a result of which, yeah, I was pretty introverted. I wasn't talking to a lot of people about how this works because it's a very long and tedious process. Like you have mm. to be constantly updated with it, which I wasn't. I was completely a mess in eleventh, and by the time I got to twelfth, and I got around uh, to even comprehend how this works, it was probably too late. So the basic by the time we got, it was pretty much too late. Though still tried, I think there was a window where. I could have probably like pushed myself like five times as hard and like probably gotten but at that point it didn't seem like it just to do it so much hastily and such a mm. in such a haste it didn't seem worth right. it. The other thing I think there's also the whole Australia saga that I had where I was was pretty certain I was actually going to go study in Australia. Yeah, at one point though I thought you were leaving like yeah. a week in like in a, in a week and then you didn't leave. I was like, why are you not leaving? Ha, so. The thing, so but that's because of data science. No, no. <laughs> what? <Right? laughs> no, no. That's his so, degree. No data science. No, so the thing in science, Australia. Yeah. yeah. I was planning yeah. to do data science. Yes. Yeah. So I was right. Why are you guys laughing? No, but no, that I was the reason because of data science. I didn't know the Australia thing. Like the whole premise of. Oh yeah, it was famous for has good data science. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh, bad for me. Are you the word? Yeah. Ha. So. Because it's in the southern hemisphere, unka their terms work completely opposite to what it does yeah, yeah. in U in UK, US, and Canada. So because they're in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. The calendar, yeah, the calendar is completely flipped. So their term one starts in February and their term two starts in July. Oh. So I was I was thinking of joining right in the July semester, right after our boards ended. Uh, so. Uh, Because you know that would be more convenient for then for me just wait around six months and and then go to Obviously, in fe- yeah. February, but then that that was a situation where it was very unfeasible and would have put put a lot of pressure on me right at the starting of college and wouldn't have allowed me to ease into the whole thing because when you go to a foreign union that it's very important to first get acclimated it. to the yeah yeah uh, sure. to your surroundings and it wouldn't have given me much time because the boards were just about to end at that time. Second thing was when I 
then when i uh, when there was a plan to go to australia in feb when i when you started that around uh, may like june beginning i had uh, decided uh, i had to go to delhi for my cousin's wedding so there i met with a, met up with a lot of my cousins one of whom is actually actually studying in australia lot of whom who have studied abroad and studied, have pursued various educational paths and in similar fields as to mine like right. all of them had done tech tech related courses so they told me that you know honestly that uh, australia is uh, compared as compared to india is not that much difference like in com- the quality of education and the difference in the in money that you'll end up paying will not it's not worth it it's just it's better to just stay in india complete your undergrad here from a from a good enough engineering college and just apply for uh, masters like in like for masters of science abroad like so the wedding in, was the pivotal point in yeah. life not his wedding yeah not my wedding his cousin's wedding yeah. like all my cousins like they talked to him and all of them had the opinion like it's right. just better for you to just stay in india right now and you know uh, just of uh, continue education here especially because in india tech although it is scrutinized a lot engineering is a very sorted field like Engin- engineering sorted. and medical yeah because yeah. you know this like it's a stream is streamlined path for it you know what you're going to get out of it and at, at the end it's basically you know what you're going to get out of your education whereas in australia uh, while a lot of sites and a lot of research that i personally did said it's a very like it's it's an up and coming and the education is great there was al- always this language that every single re- uh, website that i re- uh, went to use and it was an up and coming place and that it is in the future in the 10 years is going to be one of the biggest places for the but that's every unique and claim that but there's yeah. no way to back yeah. it exactly and okay so yeah that's what my question is the safe bet is just to stay in india and apply for master somewhere in like us like for master science where you know for sure for sure you know if, like in india after you get a degree you it's an easier path for you to go to apply for masters abroad and just yeah and you know that you're going to get good, good job there as well right so they basically uh, so everyone talked to me and i finally came to a conclusion yeah it makes more sense to stay right now to save the cost of my education right now not to pay right not to go over for education just to study abroad and uh, then eventually i still have plans to go abroad after after my course is over but you know uh, right now i'm, I'm happy where i'm actually at. and it it happened what happened was for the best i'm happy at nmms has weird as that sounds i know a lot of people would laugh at that but it's it's honestly the best mix of uh, college environment i could have gotten was i think we all have been told while well during 11th and 12th i think that was the one thing that our counselor constantly hammered that it's not always about finding the best college it's always finding what the what's the best college for you right like like some, so nmms is probably the best mix for me where it's where it, the academics are good enough but i can also focus on extra curriculum and, and, and have a good social right. life so at the end it all turned out for the best fair enough and speaking about you know being happy and stuff how were the initiatives <laughs> <laughs> happy speaking of not being depressed no like being happy in terms of like where he is right now and where you are right now um how were the initial so you calling him <laughs> what <laughs> who's depressed you're you're i never said he was depressed <laughs> I was just adding on to That's saying so the weird. fact that he was happy with his decision and so were you. 
how were the initial weeks of you know going to university for you especially because you know you moved an entire country your entire life was completely shifted to a different country and a different continent a very different lifestyle as well so how was yeah. it so i actually got lucky would i've realized in like in general with when you're going to uni abroad the main thing is that you need to have a support system in the sense that if you make like solid friends you'll be fine because in general like you said like it's a completely new environment new people like new lifestyle right there's a not lot of new shit to deal with right and it's not easy for everyone to cope with all together no so i just i got lucky and i found a group of friends so like in general like, i felt like mentally like they were like a great support so even when i was struggling and shit like i knew i like i had them to like re- rely on and all so like i feel like with that in general like you just have to make sure you don't get isolated in the first year because as soon as you get isolated you go into a dark place because the university in general so like was it easy for you to like click instantly or how were the initial weeks like so i actually have a story i i'm not sure if i told you guys this so like the first night i came to university so i missed jump start right because yeah. i couldn't be asked to pay like i don't know what like 250 dollars or some shit no it's 70 or, even last no, time no no but this. then i told you like yeah but you're not paying for the stay no of course i am where is a bloody stay in a hotel over <laughs> fair 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 yeah anyways so yeah uh, so this there's a there was an orientation week called jump start and i missed that and i landed on september like i was in university on september 4th and classes started from september 5th and so basically one of my roommates he was having a party there he's also from mumbai sober kid cough parade that too and he was yeah, so like, yeah and he was having a party there and i could hear it while i was trying to sleep this is my first night in uni and he was just like he texted me and he's like oh there a bunch of people over just want to come out i was like yeah fuck it why not and i did and now the he same group out. of people are have been my friends for the past year so i have had to make absolutely zero effort that's pretty great yeah, yeah. because yeah. garb likes the low effort lifestyle yeah okay. which is very good yeah <laughs> i don't know that that's a diss or not i think <laughs> It was definitely a change in terms of going to college from school. That's a very different lifestyle. And how was it initially, you know, with your orientation, whatever, you know, the first few weeks. Orientation, firstly, and I was orientation. I was sorry, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. You were like, I did. <laughs> I'm like curiously with this because you're staying at the same place and all. Yeah. You're basically going to Jhoo where Janus was. Yeah. Does college feel a lot like school? Like, how is it different? It's different in the sense where they didn't have to do havan every morning. What? I didn't have to do that in JNS either. In Bhakti was under you did, but you didn't go to JNS. So <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I went to yeah. JNS for like three well, months. Like, if you think about it, kind of feels similar, right? Like you go there. It, it, the the whole thing, the 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 mundaneness about it is yeah, it's definitely mm. kind of school. Like the only difference is you're completely free to do whatever you want. Okay. No one gives a shit if you. Like But you have like seventy five percent attendance. Attendance is compulsory. How much is so it? So they won't. They will just tell. They will just kick you out. Oh, fair. 
<laughs> oh, so yeah, they're not gonna like be behind your yeah, back. Yeah, honestly, uh, we'll call your parents. Yeah, they don't care. Eighty, yeah. it's not eighty percent. They'll just kick you out. Right. It's eighty. Yeah. So you're basically yeah. accountable for yourself. Yeah. So, so that's one constant yeah. in yeah, college okay. and university. Yeah. Like you have to you have to be responsible for yourself constantly. Responsible for your own shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you're bunking lectures, you're, you have that's to... That's all you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this is a huge, huge joke also in NMMS where uh, like at the start, as soon as the semester starts, every single child sees the number of lecture hours each semester and they just calculate the number of lectures you can essentially miss. So you, you have a count and everyone just keeps a count constantly how many lectures you have missed so that you, you don't go below the 80%. Right. Yeah. And there are such assholes that they, they, they sometimes don't even close down during heavy rains. Uh, oh yeah, I, I saw reels about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. People, people are swimming. Uh, so on th- I, <laughs> I don't know. Thank God they closed down on, like a week ago when it was raining heavily. That was like the first time I've ever seen them close down during heavy rains. But like prior to that, like there was one more day where it was raining extremely, and the entire day Mumbai was shut down. My dad's office was shut. All my friends' friends' college was shut. All the schools were shut. But my college was the only one, only thing that was open. Like even if you like any person who was going to Villapar or like in that area would have just seen NMIMS kids just roaming around in flooded water, just trying to reach college, just because we have eighty percent attendance. Right. So attendance is an issue, but apart from that, uh, coming back to your original question, uh, what so was it? He remembers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, so it was basically a very weird experience. Uh, orientation in MMS is the worst possible thing that could happen. There is basically non-stop seminars for six hours for an entire week. It's just that sounds fun, bro. A lot of fun, right? So like intellectually stimulated. Uh, so and funny, funny enough, orientation is where a lot of like people meet and become friends. Sadly for me, after three days of orientation, I felt extremely sick and I missed the rest of orientation week. Like I had like a hundred and three ka fever, and so I came right after, like two days after, uh, two days after the next week started. So completely, no, do not know anyone whatsoever. Everyone has become friends with each other, at least become acquaintances with each other. And I'm, I just came and I didn't know anyone's name at that point either. So that was a slightly tough process for me to get so acclimated to. Like you know, he spoke about how easily he found it. How was your it, thing it, about finding your trial, friends? Trial, trial, and method. During the first two weeks of uh, first month of college, honestly, it was just me hanging out around with a lot of people. Yes, I'm an introvert, so it was a tough process. But it was just me trying to mingle with a lot of people. Most of them, the vibe didn't match, so I didn't try to force it. Ultimately, yes, after some some time, I did end up finding my finding my group. <laughs> so, yeah. So ultimately, I found uh, found my group, and it worked out pretty well. But yeah, it was a it it took quite some time to uh, find people that I gelled with. Right. Fair enough. So I think Garv talking about you know how your friend lifestyle was how was it in terms of just life at ubc because it's a very different lifestyle going uh, to college and living on a college campus definitely is very different mm-hmm. so how was it life over there and stuff like that uh, with that like what arindam said it's there's no one to tell you like what to do and we don't even have attendance there so if you really don't care you don't even have to go to classes yeah and generally you're just accountable for your own self and you have to kind of make a timetable for yourself like so how are your academic structure and stuff 
was it like your choice and how you could so i had a couple of courses that i had to do so mm-hmm. i had to do uh because i was doing bsc econ in the first year there was there were a couple of physics chemistry mm-hmm. math and econ courses i had to do that were prerequisites and other than that i, I did electives right yeah and how do you find the academics i mean first year is okay. normally something that so it wasn't as challenging as i expected it to be some of it was like mm. calculus i i always struggled <laughs> with calculus right i did struggle with calculus economics first semester wasn't that great because of my professor mm. but second semester i enjoyed and like in general like the you academics got into the groove of it yeah and the academics in general isn't that bad in the first year Right. Till the time, all you have to do is keep up with the shit that they assign you, like the assignments and all. Till the time you're on top of all of it, I feel like you're gonna get a decent grade. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Was it f- the same for you, like academic-wise? Uh, first year was manageable, or was it a lot? And you know, uh, there are pros and cons to the way the Indian education system works in regards to engineering, where it's very structured in the first year. So you, when you go to the first year, you have no choice but to learn. like have all the subjects uh for all streams of engineering like it's compulsory for you to do them rega- regardless of what stream you have taken so uh that is kind of a con where you're not really uh, learning the subjects that you signed up for but it's good in the sense because when you enter first year college you take you and sure you take a stream you choose up a major but you technically don't know what you want Hmm. So in first year, uh, because you have the ability to do whatever to do do everything, and you you kind of get to figure out what your interests are and what uh, what your likes and dislikes are. So I had a lot of subjects uh, in first year. It was kind of academically strenuous to have that many subjects, but it was for the best because it ultimately tell no uh, gives you an idea about if you are actually interested in the field you're doing. and it also gives you the option that to realize if you have other passions or interests or if you want to divert into another stream and pursue right. that so that way it was nice academically um since it is a very structured thing hmm. you just have to be constantly on top of your assignments and submissions you just have to keep a track of them does it stay true to the engineering is like strictly tough and it really gets to you it can it can if you're not if you're not organized at so were you no I wasn't organized. So how did that work for you then? Um, I I can I have the ability to just do things at the last moment. I think that's a he's a master procrastinator. Yeah, I, I like tomorrow I have a I have a report submission on the community service that I did during my vacation. I was supposed to submit that three weeks ago. So you're I, just late to assignment submission. No, no, because I was supposed to submit like like a soft copy of it on oh, like a okay. Google Drive. And actual submission you came with us to go to a bloody yeah, Spanish I, restaurant. I haven't even started working on the report yet. I have to I have to go home and start it. How many words is it? I think it's supposed to be like twenty four pages long. Of, Gosh, twenty pages long. Twenty pages of word document. Twenty. Yeah, it's supposed to be in the Times New Roman of a font of like sixteen, fourteen. How oh how do you God. manage that, bro? Like I I procrastinated. There's well, a level of so, procrastination. Thankfully, so, the people I did community service with they already made the report. They, it took them like five hours to do it. I already have their report. I'll just take their report and uh, like make some changes of mine. And Are you put it on the pa- paraphrase? Yeah, Quillbot. Yeah. I don't like using Quillbot. Plus, I already have a report report from my friends. I'll just change it. Oh. To, to Fair enough. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I have to do that. Apart from that, I have to go tomorrow and get like all the certificates of my community service again. Procrastinators haven't done that yet. Which I should have done that long ago. But are you like that with your academics also? Kind of, but it. 
it doesn't really happen because uh the subjects that i ha- have or had so far i really liked them so i was so i i am i'm kind of opposite of what people people usually do in college where i actually pay attention in class and i like chill at home right so because i pay attention in class i and i have a good retention uh, capacity yeah. i i can i'm able to just remember what i did in class and just finish off assignments at the last minute i feel like personally for me i can't even pay attention in like uni physical classes yeah. like i can sometimes <laughs> but i struggle i really struggle do you have big classes yeah, yeah most of my classes are big but even but some of them aren't there, okay so like there are small classes right? yeah small so, classes i have to pay attention exactly so big classes yeah, you will there are so many and from india and f- taking a phone to class and using a phone yeah, in class is a foreign, I know, it's a it's a it's something it's a foreign concept so once you get to abuse it it's kind of fun in the start so that's an abuse of power it, yeah it's a kind and of i usually thing, have an airport in as well for me it's a kind <laughs> of thing where i kind of have, have to kind of pay attention in class i have to because 90% of the textbooks that we have out there for engineering or for any subject that i have the pretty much useless because they have so much stuff in it you you can never no exactly what you're supposed to study and they, the professors don't give you like course material like they do oh, they, they slides and all they do that that slides are not helpful they are helpful but uh, they they're not as helpful if you're not paying attention in class yeah. because they also leave out a lot of stuff from their course material and slides that they ask you in exam that they mention during lectures mm. so the first thing that they even during orientation week i think the first thing they told us was like we just make your own notes constantly mm-hmm. like you have yeah. oh yeah for that a lot like yeah. in university in general yeah. make your notes exactly yeah. especially for su- first subject like what calculus and linear algebra mm. starting from notes one through shit mm. because yeah, you, so ha- you, you have practice, to, practice, you have to you have to practice and especially in class when professors teaching you something if you if you don't understand the pr- uh, process of what's happening at home you won't understand yeah. Yeah. That, that's when you rely on your friends no that's what i do so i am the friend that, i am the friend that <laughs> he is the friend i'm the friend that you rely he's always been that friend you rely on because he's uh, always on top of his work fair. fair enough but i think yeah coming back to a very important thing that i haven't covered yet how is the application process for you because i think it's something that really makes or breaks you in terms of if you're going to get in or not so how was it me or random i i kind of i kind of touched on mine i think i touched on mine yeah he mine. covered his most yeah. you did yeah oh. you just don't listen <laughs> you talk a lot yeah <laughs> so uh, for uk it was pretty simple you just had to write a personal statement so that i think delve deeper into of... canada because that's what oh, you were yeah. primarily interested in no, i was going to turn this ब्लडी Is this an excuse uh, for me? I, I have a strenuous. Is this an excuse for have to have a strenuous application process? Yeah. To have like yeah, four yeah, rounds of fair. interviews and like. But how was three it? Three essays. But in general, I feel like okay, a lot in the sense because some of the universities don't ask you so many questions, but like with UBC, they have they they have like a couple of questions where they're trying to uh, get to know about you and they're like basically many essays. So like you have to keep working on them and refining. refining them and like you ask people around you how, how is it like how can you improve it and all that so like i had to do it with a lot of 
all the different universities I applied to and then there were the scholarship deadlines as well so I had to write different essays for the scholarships was there a lot of similarity in concepts like amongst universities was there like common threads where you could connect certain questions or yeah some of them because most of the questions are tell me tell us about yourself or something like that like about your aspirations what you want to do and stuff so like of course in that sense they were similar but like some questions were very specific so like you couldn't really write the same thing but like in general like when you're talking about yourself like your experiences like if they ask like what experiences are meaningful to you or like your work experience and all mm-hmm. that like end of the, it's not going to change right you're still the same yeah, person yeah yeah that's true yeah so you kind of like twist it around but you kind of saying the same thing in different ways yeah fair enough yeah and for you i mean there are multiple paths you can take to get into nmms but you did something unconventional and giving the sat so how that work out <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, NMIMS thankfully has this thing of where you can get through through SATs. I gave my SATs primarily because I was interested in applying abroad. So, yeah, SAT is something you have to do, right? So the numbers. SATs also thing there. Uh, they are like they accept. Australia, it. no. Yeah, they accept. That's what I said. Yeah. So, I thought you were being sarcastic. No, no, I. So, yeah. So I gave my SATs. I think I didn't get a great score. I got a good enough score. ಕ್ಯಾನಡಾ thankfully accepted first when I diverted my focus to Indian unis first thing I was watch engineering unis actually take SATs because then there aren't many like there are very few that accept SATs because so is this when you had missed all the entrance exam dates I hadn't missed any did you ever think of doing entrance exams also uh, I gave like call, uh, all the specific entrance exams for the of the unis huh. like when NMIMS got entrance I gave I How gave that how did that go like bits and all like did you give mains I didn't give I, JE, JE was the one thing I was oh, like enough. completely straight away from I was like, like because you knew yeah. it yeah, so JE, MHCT all the government ones I didn't give all the private unis ke is the ones so, that I that but I, for engineering isn't government like the those they're supposed to be better right like compared to private i mean depends if you're just if you're planning to go only to a private university it doesn't really matter because mm. they have their own thing only mm. the government mm. colleges in uh, in india and uh, maharashtra mm. use use those exams no? so i wasn't ever planning on going on like a government college so uh, i so i gave nmms ka exam i hardly prepared for it i just mm. they like you don't have any essays or anything for your application process right no no i i did not for not even tell us about yourself uh, huh <laughs> not <laughs> even like a tell us about yourself uh, i had it for few unions that i applied to like there's in australia and stuff no no uh, in SVPM. india only 
Okay. In India only there were a few private unis that the had that right. had that whole process. But it was very few. It was more based on your entrance exam. Yeah, it was stuff. mostly academic based only. Fair enough. NMMS ka had a few. I remember they had a few basic questions about yourself that just generic stuff, and uh, basic and that. But it was mostly they what were asking. Like what do you like to do in your free time? No, no. Okay. <laughs> was academic based questions only, like okay. fair, fair. Aspiration or and like, why do you think this uni is a right fit for you and all that? So we were supposed to go to Australia, but that's not. <laughs> no, I mean, he's happy where he is. That's important. But I think, yeah, speaking about where you are right now, you know, you're obviously you know far from family. So, is it difficult sometimes? You know, being away and how does it, you know. uh fair factor in the fact that you do have some sort of family support over there as well is that important w- what do you mean some sort of family both support? of you have brothers right, right? yeah you have relatives? your cousin yeah, okay, yeah your relatives yeah, yeah, yeah. near you i mean okay, okay okay and how is it you know being away from your immediate family so obviously it's tough because i've been living like obviously i've been living with my parents i lived with my parents for like 18 years right. oh, damn, then throw you out <laughs> shut up <laughs> man you <laughs> mean Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was I I hadn't lived without them before, so it was different in the start. Like I wouldn't say I completely hated it. I enjoyed the freedom that came with it because obviously Indian parents are pretty overprotective, so like didn't don't want you going out much and all. It's like fair enough, but yeah, I enjoyed the freedom. Of course, I miss them. Like I miss my dog as well a lot. Right. But after a point, like. I did kind of suck in the start, but I made sure to you know distract myself in terms of like there's always so much going on in uni and like I'm playing football, going to gym, meeting new yeah. people, going to parties and also like like that's not all I did. Like I still study, <laughs> but like I'm like you had a lot of things to distract yourself right, with. So right. I made sure like in general like with all of this because I had to come uh, to terms with the fact that okay this is gonna be my life for the next four or five years. Hmm. There's no point. You know, like crying about it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. I'm gonna meet them in the breaks yeah. anyways. And this was a decision. This uh, decision, me and my parents mutually came to, right? Yeah. So like, I was kind of mentally prepared for it, but obviously, once you get there, it's very different. Hmm. But I feel like once you get like used to the like new lifestyle, it's not that bad. Right. And of course, you keep what you're calling them every once in a while. So you yeah, I think your style made life a lot easier. Yeah. So hmm. it's not been that bad. Yeah. Obviously, like everyone would want to be close to their immediate right. family. Yeah. Going abroad, it's not that bad. Fair enough. Now, I think moving on from that, how is life at college? I mean, we spoke about academics, but how are the extracurriculars, the stuff that you've done other outside your studies? Yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot more to college than just like studying, right? So, how was it for you? Uh, so I had joined a. committee one of my student council committees that we have in college like uh and that honestly that that took more time from uh, from me than academics did in the first year like i spent two more time on uh, doing the extracurricular committee committee stuff than i did on academics which i don't know if the best, is that if that's the best thing to do but that is the path i decided just because uh, uh when you when you go Join a committee. That's like one opportunity that you have to interact with every student, single student from your college, like from so every. So that student. allow you to connect with a lot of people. Yeah, also. that that was a way for me to meet people from other streams as well. So 
uh, I uh, I made friend I made a lot of friendships that I uh, that you know I I'm really appreciative of and made a lot of connections. He's honored to have friends. <laughs> I made a lot of friends that I'm appreciative, I'm appreciative of. Yeah, not you, bitches. But uh, so uh, and I made a lot of. He's appreciative. You found friends about? you appreciate. Yeah, I'm grateful for my friendship. He's appreciative of them. Continue. Uh, so yeah, um, joining a co- committee was, was and be part of the co- uh, committee was like a great experience. In general, I learned a lot of things that uh, would, you wouldn't have learned within the confines of the classroom. Like we had, Jeez. we had like a whole, uh, we had a whole college level version of what Shark Tank is. Oh, that's cool. And it wasn't just limited to like college students; it was for like ev- any single startup that is in India. So, and I was in. Wait, so, so how does that work? So, uh, yeah, why, why? So anyone, as huh? in. So anyone who was so, a startup. Yeah, any startup in India that actually was looking for funding and, and like and had, So they came to your college for funding. Like if we yeah we call, we called them up and it's like if you're interested right. in that and like okay. And it's a uh, we had like good number of investors also that we called wow, like to so your college wasn't investing themselves. It was other people. It was investors who came to the college. So it's like oh so you were the intermediary. Is yeah. That the right word. Yeah. 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 Like so you we got peep, you got investors. Yeah. You got we organized an event where they, they could they could, they could oh, get okay, a platform. Okay. That was a platform. Yeah. yeah. So I was in charge Legal of the men and women. I was in charge of the publicity yeah. department. So I had I had to make like hundred and fifty or two hundred calls every wow. day to different startups. How and was just, that? You know, being someone calls? who is yeah, cold calls. Oh. They just used to give me so like. So that must ex- have been a really good yeah. exercise of becoming yeah. more extroverted. Exactly. Was it difficult though? Like you know, at the beginning I was really scared. Reaching out to so many people. At the beginning I was really scared, but once I, once you done, got in the flow, yeah, yeah, thirty forty calls you do. After that, it's just really easy. You pick up a call and just. And after you've been abused by like five ten people, at that point you don't really. No, but I think that Shark Tank is pretty cool. How was your life at UBC in terms of other than your academics? You spoke about your soccer. How was football? It? Soccer, football. Soccer, football. Soccer, football. soccer is not a thing. I know. Football. I mean, they call it soccer. That's why. Yeah, it's right become. I felt like. Yeah, every time you have to correct them, you know. No, I've stopped. You can't correct them, bro. <laughs> but maybe in Canada, it's like who even cares about football there. American they football. Do? American they football. do, bro. American really? Football very big. Probably. It's very big. Just, yeah, just tell them it's American football. Ice hockey and all is big. There, it's like there. No, there's there's a variety of sports. Yeah, right? yeah. Everyone's because playing. it's such a diverse. Yeah, in mix general, of yeah. And I'm not saying like specific race always plays that kind of sport, but it's kind of true. Yeah. Tell them to go play fucking rugby or some shit. Are who am I? Who am I telling this to? No, but see now. How was the life at UBC other than? Oh, how were? Other than like uh, academics, mm. what else? Like, so I kind of slapped in the first year in the sense because I wanted to uh, get used to get the used to the university life. So I've uh, received the uh, I've received a scholarship, right? Called the International Major Entrance Scholarship. So like the only kind of branching out I did was when I went to one of the dinners. Like it was supposed to be a fancy dinner, a mixer sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like to make connections and all, and they had it like every few weeks or something. So I feel like they've had like ten or eleven dinners in total, or like related to that. Like I am, they call it the IME as follows. Right. I went to the first one and then I didn't go since. <laughs> Is yeah, it not? I I participate like for for football. I participated in the. Intramural, intramural leagues. So it's not. Was so it fun? Yeah, it was very fun. We uh, won in the second semester as well. Amazing. Like in the futsal league. 
ஒரு Okay yeah. yeah I mean yeah. see at the end of the day I feel like you should not push yourself into something that you're not comfortable with. No but just... definitely not just keep to yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, having yeah. a social life true, is fine true. but honestly all of got to put things... yourself out there. Yeah and I kind of regret it. But, but like, you have 3 yeah. more years so I definitely yeah, course, feel like yeah. and it's more about you know just finding what you like more than something yeah. about oh because everyone's doing it I'm going to do it mm. but I feel like that's the case with most of the forces right yeah, exactly. trying to adjust it's to the new life. Be a try hard yeah. Yeah. especially fair. international students because yeah, yeah. I mean it's easier to make friends where everyone else No you can also yeah you can use that to make friends yeah. but if you're just trying to adjust yeah, to the yeah, course yeah. load and mm. all because some of the courses demand a lot of your time absolutely yeah. so you cannot go and join a club and not prioritize the yeah, yeah, yeah. doing right yeah, yeah. Like you have to finish that up first and then look at other clubs and all but yeah like you should branch yourself out i feel like could have mm. done more of that but I, yeah it is what it is and how was the party culture in kelowna i mean it's a much smaller town so how was yeah, it really love to fucking specify that in this <laughs> yeah at least i called it a town not a village gao <laughs> it's called okana gao right as yeah. a joke no one finds that joke funny it's not funny it's just sad Go on. Bloody that sent your entire humor. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's <laughs> that tells so, like, you about the UPC party culture. So we kind of like it's kind of sad like we kind of drank in our apartment like we used to go to parties and all. Right. But they were because we didn't know a lot of people they were kind of hard to get into like I've got gone to like a party that didn't majorly involve my friend group like three times because, right. because we are, we we're a big friend group right so we mostly just partying amongst ourselves or like going yeah. out but yeah they they fun but i mean like do you have that thing where oh i wish i had a club nearby or you know i'm not the biggest fan of clubbing to be honest like when you see so what could you do 19, for fun with your friends is what i'm asking you Oh, I wouldn't mention that on the podcast I, I, but I, like, there's other stuff you can like do right going, like where know, like what fun stuff did you all do going 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 to restaurants going bowling we we went to Vancouver from for this How spring break that was fun i have my cousin there as well so like i went to his right. place for a while then we did a lot of shopping i mean i didn't people love to go shopping there that was a big yeah. But yeah, Vancouver in general is a fun place. And now this the uh, this break we're going to the Coldplay concert. So oh, that's pretty cool. That. Yeah, Vancouver. How's life at NMIMS? It's <laughs> always different from Mumbai life in general, right? Because um, the yeah, but he still has to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. So because it is different from yeah. what you were doing for the past two years at home. Yeah, right? fair enough. Uh, You're so moving around a lot more. Yeah. So, but that was also because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, because technically, I studying in Mumbai. Mumbai is a big city. We don't have a campus. Campus. We just have like cities. A lot of campus. yeah, a lot of build. Just a single building. There's no so, place for campus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, the life of uh, apart from like academics in college is basically just going out with your friends constantly. Then there's there's not any shortage of things to do in 
I think moving on from that, let's get to the most fun stuff yeah. which everyone wants Wait, to know about. Before that, <laughs> I want to know more about you. Yeah, let's talk about yourself, Aryan. How what do you want to know? How is life at U of T? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very rigorous, but at the same time, I make sure that I have my fun because you know I'm in the city. I can do so much. There's a lot of stuff to do. Be it parties, be it dinners, be it a lot of activities. Like we can go bowling, go karting. So there's a lot of fun in terms of you know just having a holistic experience. Again, adding on to that because of my academics being so rigorous, I didn't have time to branch out too much. But definitely, I look forward to doing that this year. And yeah, I think that was the gist of it. That's something I want to do as well. What? Like, apart from having a core friend group, mm-hmm. I feel like having individual friends. You know? Like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I did, but like, like not enough. Yeah, yeah. I think we all love our core friend group, but I think it's because you have the opportunity to. Uh, being s- around so many people yeah. you should put yourself out mm. there and you don't have to have 12 friend groups you can have your one core friend group yeah. but you know just putting yourself out there and making friends that you know you can just hang out with once in a while or just you know putting yourself mm. out and there in a different plus way plus sometimes you just don't want to hang out with the same yeah it gets all sometimes the time. See, too much of anything Be- is because when you hang out constantly at a certain point and it gets and to you uni especially like oh absolutely because you're practically living like, yeah. with them thank fuck I actually like them because we basically spend the entire you're basically day living with them i'm telling yeah, you yeah it's, it's insane so like, it, you and you know if you get too annoyed of them it gets a little claustrophobic for you because sometimes you do want your personal uh, space yeah, yeah. and it is respect to how much you love your friends at the end of the day your personal space is your personal space and sometimes it gets a little difficult and that's why it's like college drama is like a huge thing that's yeah, why it yeah, happens yeah. because so, the, the so friends you make in the first year most of them don't last by the in the fourth year because you spend just so much time yeah, together yeah. first drama is about fourth year bro first year only yeah. whatever yeah. that in first year only you lose so many of your friends oh, so yeah, there's yeah. nothing not even about fourth year that's still a very long thing hmm. yeah there's a lot of misunderstandings as well and no <laughs> <laughs> fair enough this is shitty people no i think moving on from no, my yeah, experiences there's a lot of drama though, yeah. yeah there's I a mean, lot of drama um but i feel like that's important like in general like, people drama, come yeah, and yeah. Yeah. they have to get used to that especially exactly. in exactly quality over quantity for sure Mm-hmm. No, but I think moving on to my actual question, which is the fun stuff that I want to know about from you, Garb, and even from you. I mean, you might not have the experience, but you definitely know about <laughs> it. Uh-huh. Damn. How was the dating and hookup culture over there? Because a lot of people go to uni, you know, because they have been so cooped up over here, and they want that freedom of partying and hooking up or dating. How was was the UBC very hookup heavy or was it dating heavy? Like there, people use a lot of dating apps. ஒரு 
US, right? Like, it's pretty sex positive. Is that fair the, enough? Yeah. Like the the RAs, you know what an RA is? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Residence assistant. Yeah, yeah. So they always. I thought it's advisor. There are multiple okay, iterations okay. to yeah. it. Anyways, <laughs> they they had like they used to keep like baskets of condoms outside right. the room. So I used to always go outside the room and steal the condoms. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, sup- they keep yeah, it outside yeah, for people to take it. So why do you say you steal? He used to steal them. No, I, I like you know, steal, it but it wasn't them. from my research. It's like, but is it sustainable to have a relationship in university? Yeah, of course. University is better or dating. How do you find I, the difference? I feel like it doesn't matter if you're in university or you're anywhere. It depends on the type of person you, you are. are. Like it depends on your taste. Like. Yeah, like what what do you prefer? Like if you're in a kind of stage where you're not looking for something long term, of course you will come and just get on with your life. But if you're looking to date, like, university is a nice place to date someone because in general, like, if you're in school, like, what I experience, if you're in school, you're not, you don't get to spend a lot of time with the person yeah, you're yeah. with, right? But when university, you're basically living together, like, you can sleep in the same room, right? Like, in general, I'm just saying, like, talking about spending yeah, quality yeah. time and all. But does that get overwhelming sometimes? Like, a little too much? Yeah, but that's up to you, right? How fast you right. take it, like... If you're pushing the pace, you can't say it's oh, get, it's getting overwhelming for me because end of the day, you and the other person is deciding how fast you want to take it. Right. But I feel like in general, the relationship, if you get on well with the other person, you should definitely go for it and not go for it. And it just goes on faster. Like you, like the uh, levels of comfort, like you reach mm-hmm. them faster than you you would usually do. Fair, right. Because, because you, so much time together. you spend a lot of quality time together. Uh, like depends. So okay. Sorry. It depends on what. <laughs> What branch, what stream you're looking at because right. different, different type of people. <laughs> that, that's what I'm so the dating and hookup culture subject. Is it like engineering while you don't hook up with mm. arts? Wale? No, no, it's not like that. No, just, like, like, engineering, okay. engineering people, usually students are not much into hookup culture. It's more okay. dating and stability. Yeah. Um, most of the kids, I think it sounds a little mean, but like a lot of engineering kids in general because throughout their life they've been so burdened with studies. Uh, they don't have a lot of experience with dating anyway. So by the time they go to college, it, it's just a matter. It's just a matter of just actually, you know, trying to find a relationship because. So they do it. Is that common? Like, are people actually like, will they like be on dating apps and shit looking for it or? Because date, they're uh, so, uh, dating apps not a very common thing in engineering colleges. I felt. I think it's a th- common thing in NMIMS. So in NMIMS, yeah, sure. Bumble, uh, I think Bumble, Bumble, right? Hinge. Bumble and Hinge, Bumble and Hinge is very, Bumble very and Hinge. like. If you just see all the, the NMIMS ka. Fi- Finance college and the liberal arts college. One, one in every third person you find on Bumble or Hinge from, right. uh, from Mumbai would be from NMIMS only. Damn. Uh, uh, from Mumbai? Yeah, in Mumbai. In Mumbai is from uh-huh. NMIMS. From NMIMS only. So, uh, but in engineering college, uh, because people don't have a lot of experience in dating and they're a lot more afraid and introverted. Uh, so, they just, you know, try to find that love just trying to build connections in, re- real, in real life. Uh, um, but NMIMS uh, is a lot more progressive than other engineering colleges in India, where I think it is a lot uh, dating and hookup is a lot more liberal. Ex- liberal and you know, there's not a lot of stigma around in general there. In particular, mm. it is very difficult to mm. date. It's much more of a hookup culture because we don't have the time, time or the time. energy to date someone. It is a very consuming thing to date someone. Yeah. Listen, but like in general, I feel like my priority is what I'm going there for and it's something that is definitely an added bonus but it's not something that I'm definitely going to prioritize over my you know definitely. studies and yeah. stuff so yeah I feel like just going with the flow and figuring out how 
things work out so yeah it's just all about you know just figuring out where you are at in your life but yeah i think we're going to wrap it up it's been a really long podcast that we've had today so what's one piece of advice you would give someone going into your university so for ubc and for nmims what's one piece of advice you would give you go first no, no you go first no no you go first uh-huh. i insist okay fine um for that day you go you can <laughs> hang up first hang up yeah i don't do that I just uh, specific to <laughs> specific to what i know in organizing is i would just say that don't uh, don't uh, don't go to first and take your studies lightly at all like i uh, college is a huge shift from uh, school school life where n- n- you 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 have to take care of your studies on your own and if you're not uh, constantly like in touch with this academics it's very difficult to um, you know cope up at the end like even uh, i said earlier that i can like make stuff happen at the last moment i still struggled with it a lot like i wish i had been more organized throughout the year uh so i would i would just say that just stay on top of your academics don't get too much caught up in them but just make, make sure, sure that don't fall yeah you don't you don't fall back right, don't take right. them too lightly fair enough what about you guys i told him to go first because i thought i could say something funny and then give a serious answer but i couldn't think of anything funny so i'll just give a serious answer uh i just don't restrict yourself i feel like these for like This, this is what my perspective is on going to university like of course you're getting your degree so that you can get a good job and all that but this is the also the time where you branch out and try a couple of different things and basically kind of you know learn more about yourself and discover yourself right. so i would just say like no don't do not keep yourself in your like in a shell branch out try new different things try new different experiences and obviously stay on top of your academics definitely yeah Like that's one thing you need to be sure of, especially if you're going abroad. Like you need <laughs> yeah. to know why you're going abroad. Right. Like, yeah, end of the day, what matters is what you starting right and how your grades are. So mm. you need to make sure that's one of your biggest priorities. And other than that, if you can manage that, and then you can do whatever else you want, mm. like alongside it. Yeah. Fair enough. I think that was a great way to wrap up. Thank you, Arindam and Gar, for coming. It's been an amazing time. A lot of hilarious banter that we've had, and away, uh-huh. we'll see you next time on Universe.